Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Raff. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. This segment is proudly sponsored by Florio's Italian Restaurant and Grill, just south of Lincoln Southwest High School on 14th and Pine Lake Road. Florio's Italian Restaurant provides a cozy, family-friendly setting where good food and good company come together. Whether it's a family dinner, a date night, or a catch-up with old friends, Florio's is the perfect place to make special memories. They have your favorite Italian dishes. Cook fresh to order each time you visit. Seafood, steaks, or Florial's specially paired hand-picked wines. You can visit Florial's. You can visit Florial'sne.com or call 402-423-5576 to make reservations or place your takeout orders. So Florial's, it's your place to go. We're getting close to the weekend. Book your reservations now. Speaking of the weekend. We are going to be out at the College World Series in Omaha, live from the Blur Tailgate at Hilton Omaha. We'll be broadcasting from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, we're going to be sitting about a block south of Charles Schwab Field. So even if you don't want to come to the tailgate and you're going to the game, come on by, say hello, stop by, um, say what's up, because it's going to be a fun time. There will be an opportunity for you guys to not only win tailgate passes but also to um purchase passes at a discounted rate we're going to have a promo code that we'll release on our social media here in the sometime later today or tomorrow and we will be able to uh give you guys a little bit of a discount on the tailgate passes you get lunch buffet and uh, soda water and beer and liquor so as long as you uh, drink responsibly we'll have no problems and stuff and you can indulge yourself and all your money's worth for uh the tailgate as well so plenty of plenty of uh, great activities to do cornhole tvs uh there's hammocks there's a cooling tub there's beer pong there's everything you can think of uh for you guys out there at the blur tailgate i'm i'm excited raf because so jake and i went and, and checked it out on tuesday up in omaha and it looked pretty close to being done, but they said the the guy Eric, uh, the one of the one of the you know administrators of Blur Events and Blur ta- the Blur Tailgate, he was like, "We got ways to go. We still got a ways to go. We still got stuff to do." And I I sat there and I looked around. and I go, "Man, everything looks pretty good already." So, wow, that's wild. Um, they've been there since May thirtieth, and their checkout day from their hotel is on June thirtieth. So it's a an exact <laughs> month long stay. In uh, in Omaha at the College World Series for the fine folks at Blur Tailgate. So come on down, say hello. Um, we'll be talking about it. Obviously, we're going to be down there tomorrow. It's going to be a great atmosphere. So nice. That's awesome. So earlier in history, we talked about Babe Ruth selling his jersey and or 
auctioning off his jersey back in 2019 for over $5 million. Yeah. So the news broke yesterday that Michael Jordan's shoes from his flu game back in 1997 sold for a whopping $1.38 million. That's insane. But the story behind this is crazy. So back in 98 or 97, when it happened, he gave the shoes to a ball boy for, for Utah. Uh-huh. I think it was Utah. Oh, help me here. Which team was it? I think it was Utah. But he gave, he gave the, he gave the shoes to the ball boy. And 10 years ago, he sold those shoes for a hundred thousand. So there's like a 1200% in just 10 years of these shoes. Mm-hmm. I was like, Holy cow. So I, I wanted to ask the text line if there was one piece or two pieces of memorabilia that you would want from the sports world, what would it be? I can tell you what my, the two pieces of memorabilia that I would love to get my hands on someday. Okay. Number one, a John Elway game used helmet. Boom. Yep. That would probably have been a lot of people's first guess for me. And the second one, which I've already been told I will never get my hands on is Tommy Frazier's helmet from the, 95 fiesta bowl that's right that's right he said no he said no i've i've asked him at least three or four times now but he said they'll go to the kids yeah so i'm I, always like can i get your kids phone number so i can give them a call and make him an offer but but i would love to get those two helmets i think those would be awesome you're a big game use helmet guy yeah and it's funny as i i don't i don't really have any i have my eye on some but but yeah, a game used helmet would be awesome. How big of a of a memorabilia collector are you? Uh, John Elway stuff. There's probably not much that I, I I do not have. But other than that, every once in a while, like Tiger Woods, like I'll pick, I picked up a couple of his rookie cards back in the day and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but, the the one thing that I would would do. The I want to I want the game ball from 2016's Chicago Cubs World Series championship. You just need to climb up and get that one that um when he hit it on top of the scoreboard. Yeah, Schwarber. Yeah, Kyle it, Schwarber. Just climb up to the top. I Is should. it still up there? I, I have class? no I have no clue. But I'm saying I'm saying I want the one that that was the final out was made. The the final out was made. Rizzo put it in his back pocket. Unfortunately. But yeah. that's that's the ball I want. That'd be cool. Is the, and then, the um, game ball used in the twenty in the final out for the twenty sixteen World Series? I like guilt nerd. He said, um, "Tigers, Scotty Cameron putter." They said that that is if he would ever like auction that off, it would be the highest piece of memorabilia in the history ever. Wow! And he always talks about when his kids were younger and they'd play with his golf clubs. They'd like he'd be like. Yes, you can play with any of my clubs, but you cannot touch my Scotty Cameron putter. They said that's the most valuable piece of memorabilia, which he still uses when he does play. But they said that it would it would bring an insane amount of money. Wow, that's ins- that's crazy. Oh, Hizzlebear, Hizzlebear so cool. always has the good texts. It's such a like the the well of memorabilia is so deep. It's just it's insane. Oh yeah, you never you never like. I remember back when I was a kid, it was like, I want to get every John Elway card. And yeah. now there's about 10 million of them. It's like, there's no possible way. But 
thankfully I, I kind of went away from the card game, but I'll pick up if I see something John Elway ish that I have not seen before. Usually I'll, I'll buy it, but mm-hmm. oh, this is cool. Two five one two. I have Grant Wistrom's game worn Fiesta Bowl helmet. Oh, that's yes. cool. That's really cool. Um, it was it was actually interesting. In uh, so when I was younger, I went to a Husker football game, and part I was part of the tunnel walk. Like, and then also after the game, I have Sam Fultz's uh, one of his gloves. Ooh, I have one of his gloves that he used in the game. And so, or I guess I have both of them. I have a pair of his gloves, but he just chucked them up. He velcroed them together and just chucked them up into the lo- into the the where everybody was at in the uh, in the locker or the uh, what's it called? Wow! Oh my gosh! What's it called? The tunnel walk. Yeah. And uh, and he just chucked them up and threw them into the crowd, and I caught him, and I was able. And then, unfortunately, the next year he he passed away. But I was like, dang, this these are That's pretty cool. Crazy. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc yeah i have a um it's not in my possession yet but i've been told that it's mine i have an autographed game game used brook Baringer jersey oh sweet one day i'll it will be in my possession it just hasn't changed hands yet but i've been told that that it is mine, so one day I will, I will gain possession. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, texture says the ball Matt Davison caught against Missouri. Dude, that'd be sweet. That would be a really cool one too. I wonder, like, where Ooh. those things are at. If people are ke- have kept track of those, I would guess that the ball from Missouri probably ended up in a ball bag at Missouri. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just, I just wonder if if any anybody knows where that's at. Like, because you remember when Matt caught the ball. He threw the ball up in the air and took our friend into midfield. That's right. So. That's right. Because it, it's just so, I mean, in that moment, you might not think or realize that, yeah, this could be something that we, we'd want, or college football would want down the road. Yeah. I mean, that's what's crazy is, is like even Georgia Southern last year, their jersey is in the College Football Hall of Fame from their win against Nebraska last year. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Just like all, like I always think back like, like Broncos, for instance, like all the game used like jerseys. I remember back in the day, and I think they still do this, is the the team store will get like a batch of game used jerseys from their year prior from a lot of the players that no longer play for the Broncos mm-hmm. or the unpo- not as popular players. And then they'd put them for sale for like a hundred bucks in the team store. That's one thing I wish when I was a little kid that I would have had a little bit more money where I could have purchase some jerseys like that some game used jerseys yeah yeah just the yeah so that's what's crazy is the 
Um, a Georgia Southern jersey, helmet, and then Clay Helton's uh, pullover and hat are all in the College Football High, uh, Hall of Fame. Oh, it's Kyle Van Treese's jersey. And it was, oh, that's cool. And it was in 2022. It says Georgia Southern upsets Nebraska and Lincoln. And then in the in the expl- explanation of why it's in the in the in the Hall of Fame, it says Georgia Southern was paid 1.4 million dollars to travel to Lincoln to play the Cornhuskers <laughs> on September 10th, 2022. In a back and forth offensive bonanza, Georgia Southern defeated Nebraska 45 to 42. Georgia Southern quarterback Kyle Van Treese scored the go-ahead touchdown on an eight-yard run with 45 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. The Cornhuskers missed a 52-yard field goal as time expired. Georgia Southern head coach Clay Helton said, quote, what a special night, so proud of our kids, especially when you come off the season where you just win three games and you've got a new collection of people. You watch them come together and watch them to start believing in themselves and believing in each other. We at the College Football Hall of Fame thank Georgia Southern University for donating these artifacts so we may tell future stories for generations to come. That's that's wild. So time to time to get some wins and yeah, let the world forget about that. Exactly. Um I just Hizzlebear, um Jack Hoffman's helmet and uniform. I wonder if they kept that when he had the run at Memorial. Ooh, I Stadium. don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's there's just so much stuff that, it, like, even like Nebraska lore. Like, I know that they have um, Tom Osborne's um, Apex shirt that he wore in the 94 Orange mm-hmm. Bowl and his Apex hat. But a lot of that stuff, you just, you wonder, you know, what happened to it. Like, like Lawrence Phillips' helmet from the Fiesta Bowl, because he always had the cool face mask, I thought. Like what happened? What happened to that? Yeah, it's oh seven nine five. Bo Pelini's cat from the spring game. <laughs> wow! If anybody has a cat out there, we want to know. We want to find him. Yeah, but no. So I mean, it's super cool. Um, I, I'm now in the down the rabbit hole of what are some of the lesser known items that are sitting in the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh, boy. The first penalty flag. Ooh. How about that? 1941. (laughs) Youngstown State coach, uh, I can't read it. It says, devised the first penalty flag, but his wife sewed it, becoming the Betsy Ross of college football. Before the flag, officials used horns or whistles to signal penalties. That was in 1941. 1941. Wow, that's there's, crazy. There's so there's just so much stuff out there. It's and it's cool too. Like the NFL Hall of Fame, they've they've done a really good job in the in the last like 10, 15 years that they really started to get a lot into their collection. Like there's so much at the Hall of Fame for a while, and I haven't been there for a while, so I'm not sure. But I, I've heard that they've they made it bigger with more of the game used artifacts, but they had like a basement at the hall of fame with all these artifacts that they were just sitting in boxes. And it's mm-hmm. like, this stuff needs to be seen. Like I like Nebraska's when you walk into their, their facility, like I wonder with the new facility, if they'll have like a, a bigger museum or if they'll just leave it as is when you walk in, will that be the entrance or will they change the entrance? 
with the new facility. Entrance, uh, the tunnel walk entrance is now going to be on the northeast side of the field. Yeah, but what what about the, the like you know like the Tom Osborne Brooks statue where, where that yeah. entrance is at? Will that still be considered the entrance to the whole facility, or will there probably. be a different main entrance? Probably. So they'll probably leave that kind of that little museum that they have there. Yeah. Because I remember when I was a little kid, before they remodeled South Stadium, this would have been probably early 90s. They used to have like a little museum inside South Stadium. The South Stadium used to be like the ticket, the ticket office. And they'd have like all the the trophies and just – and a, a lot of that stuff made its way to the North Stadium. But I feel like there was a little bit more back in the day, but – yeah, so another another cool item that's in the College Football Hall, Hall of Fame that I did not realize that this was a thing. They have a book, an official paper document from 1911 that says rules are changed to make it illegal to hide the football under clothing. <laughs> um, in 1911, organizers decided to make it illegal to hide the ball under clothing. In 1888, the rules were changed to allow tackling below the waist. In 1939, it was decided that players had to wear helmets, and it wasn't until 1972 that the NCAA allowed college freshmen to play. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. So, I remember what is it the um, the Yankees Hall of Fame at their stadium. I went to that when I was in New York. They have signatures of every player that played for the Yankees. Holy cow! On a baseball, it's, it's, that's great. And then they have, um, they used to not give out World Series rings. So they had one of Babe Ruth's like watches that he got for winning a World Series. Wow. That's a cool, that's a cool little Hall of Fame to go. If you're at Yankee Stadium, you definitely want to take the tour and go to that, go to that um, museum. That's awesome. And then I think, I think the Royals, they have a pretty decent little Hall of Fame museum too. Yeah. I know well, I remember they had like, all of George, or they showed what all George Brett's hits would look like. I think in like a case. So well, and now, now cool. unfortunately, now unfortunately, when when Kansas City moves their stadium to downtown, it's going to be a little, probably a little bit bigger, maybe a little different as well. Um, just because Kaufman's going to be gone here in a few years, so it's going to be sad. It's going to be tough. Yeah, that 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 is that's. I mean, I I kind of understand them moving it downtown, but man, that setup they have there and that with the baseball and the football, I always kind of like that being together like that. I agree. But, I agree. Right off the interstate as well, made it easy to get to. Well, I yep. thought I always think it's easy to get to because you just take the interstate the entire way. But yep. all right, ref, it's nine thirty-two already, man. Man, time flies when you're having fun. Go ahead and all right. send it. We'll send it a break. This is the drive, ninety-three point seven. The ticket.